0: Welcome to Grace Notes. Barbara Sandbeck has been discussing the subject of power. Today, we'll talk about the power God displayed at the cross, and the power we can have through belief in Jesus. But first, Barbara, my mom, will share an illustration we both remember well.
1: One of the most momentous occasions in Kevin's life, and ours, was when he graduated from high school. I'd asked Dale if he'd videotape it, but he said he couldn't enjoy it as much if he did, so I said, No problem. I'll just video it myself. Now, I need to tell you that I am not mechanically inclined, but I was determined. Dale gave me a quick lesson, and I was on my way. I felt like a big shot with that camera on my shoulder, pressing the micro-macro-zoom-in-zoom-out buttons. Boy, was I good. I practiced a bit before the kids came in. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm in the balcony overlooking the students. There he is. I'll center in on him. His row is standing to go to the stage. Let me get a few other kids, for memory's sake. He's walking up front. Man, look at me. I'm doing it. He's on the step. Time for the zoom-in. Wow, I found the button. (laughs) They're going to be so proud of my work. He's crossing over to get his diploma. What a moment. My heart is proud. I'll keep shooting until he goes back to his seat. We're really going to enjoy watching this later. He sat down. It was over. What a sense of satisfaction. I was finished and relieved. I went to turn off the record button, and it was never on. I wanted to say a big, Oh, like Charlie Brown did when Lucy pulled a football out from under him. I'd waited 12 years for this moment, and it was gone, forever. I stood there trying to figure out how I was going to redeem myself and realized that there just had to be an illustration in this. I sat down in silence, humiliated. And then I thought of how proud I'd acted when I was doing my good deed. And I thought of the many people, even in our churches, playing the role saying all the right things, maybe even teaching Sunday school, who are not plugged in. Oh, they may look good, but there's no power behind their work because they're not connected with a power source, Almighty God, through belief in Christ. They may live their whole life believing it will count for something, but when God opens the book of life, He'll not find their name recorded there.
2: How sad.
1: Jesus himself said in Matthew 7:22 and 23 Many will say to me on that day Lord Lord did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles then I will tell them plainly I never knew you away from me you evil doers not everyone who says to me Lord Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven and the will of God, according to 2 Peter 3 9, is that we should repent, be sorry for what we've done, resolve not to do it again, and consciously turn from sin to God. There's more to repentance than just feeling guilty. Judas Iscariot felt remorse over his betrayal of Christ, but instead of turning to the Lord for forgiveness, he chose to end his life. Why repent? Because in writing about heaven in Revelation twenty one twenty seven, John said, "Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life." Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Second Corinthians five twenty one states that God made Him Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. You see, we have no righteousness of our own. Isaiah 64, 6 says, Our righteousness is as filthy rags in God's sight. Ephesians 2, 8-9 says, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. The thing that makes Christianity different from all other religions is grace. And it's truly amazing. Beep. Said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. True repentance enables us to believe in Christ, the life-giver. When we believe on his name, which means Savior, he gives us power to become the sons of God. God places himself in us through the Holy Spirit. Ephesians one nineteen and 20 says, We are given incomparable great power, like the working of His mighty strength, which He exerted in Christ when He raised Him from the dead. Do we really understand what this means? The same power that God used to raise Christ from the dead is in us through the Holy Spirit. Then why do we act so defeated as believers? God's power defeated death and sin when Christ rose from the grave. We serve a living Savior, not a dead Buddha. We're not fighting a losing battle. We've won because he's won. What's keeping you from joining the winning team? The Apostle Peter denied Christ, but God forgave him. God will forgive you, too, of anything you've ever done and give you the power to be his child and to live eternally. Let's listen now to Peter's story of repentance and forgiveness. <laughs>
2: doors were barred and all the windows fastened down I spent the night in sleeplessness and rose at every sound half in hopeless sorrow and half in fear the day to find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away and just before the sunrise I heard something at the wall The gate began to rattle and a voice began to call. I hurried to the window, I looked down into the street, expecting sword and torches and the sound of soldiers' feet. But there was no one there but Mary, so I went down to let her in. John stood there beside me as she told me where she'd been. She said they've moved him in the night and none of us knows where. The stone's been rolled away and now his body isn't there. So we both ran for the garden, then John ran on ahead. We found the stone in the empty tomb, just the way that Mary said. But the winding sheet they wrapped him in was just an empty shell And how where they'd taken him was more than I could tell Oh, something strange had happened there, just what I did not know John believed a miracle, but I just turned to go Circumstance and speculation couldn't lift me very high Cause I'd seen them crucify him And then I saw
3: him die Die.
2: Back inside the house again The guilt and anguish came Everything I'd promised him Just added to my shame Oh, at last it came to choices Hiding out I knew it wouldn't be the same. But suddenly, the air was filled with a strange and sweet perfume. The light that came from everywhere drove shadows from the room. Then he raised me to my feet, and as I looked into his eyes, the love was shining out from him like sunlight from the skies. Guilt in my confusion disappeared in sweet release. And every fear I'd ever felt just melted into pain.
0: You've been listening to Grace Notes. Thanks for joining the program. If this ministry has blessed you, please let us know. Write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our webpage at www.sandbeckministries.com. And if God leads you, send along a love gift. Join us on our next program. We'll continue our discussion on power and surrender.